The Children of the Internet podcast is brought to you by Gaslight Industries. Leaders in narcissism, douchebaggery, scumbaggery, assholery, and fuckboyery. That's Gaslight Industries, where you have ideas and we think you're crazy. Now back to the show. Children of the Internet Podcast. I'm your host, Byron. And this is Michael. You're listening to the podcast that no one asks for and no one needs. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play Music, and anywhere else you like to get your favorite podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, be sure to leave us five-star reviews on iTunes or leave us reviews in general on iTunes. You know, however you feel about the podcast, leave it there so we know how we're doing. Leave us some text messages at 843-410-8531 or leave us some voicemails or leave us both. We'll review them once we get, if we get enough of them, we're going to review them on a listener review episode where we'll read out our five-star reviews, any reviews, listen to our voicemails, review our text messages, answer questions, and be sure to call in this week and leave some voicemails about your worst Tinder dates, your best Tinder dates. Let's see the worst things you've ever done on the internet and uh, anything else, Mike? Uh, social security numbers and mother's maiden names. Yep. So that'll work. And oh yeah, leave us a uh, text message about your most commonly used uh, password. Mm. Yeah. So that'll work. Yeah. But you're listening to the children in that podcast, y'all. Yeah. Um, we usually start this thing out with a little segment we call "We See You" because visibility is important. Yeah. We always want to start out on a positive note. You know, we don't never want to just go straight to we ain't shit first, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that makes sense. So we don't want to dive straight into it every time. So we always want to start on a positive note with "We See You," which is our segment on, on Black Excellence. So, Mike, if you want to, you want to start this out? Yes, sir. I can do that. Mike Let's got see. a couple articles pulled up. He yeah, got the. Yeah, yeah. He got he got his pocket app pulled up. He oh, ready yes. to go? Oh yes. All right. Let's see what we got. Let's see. Which one do I want to start with? Um, first off, let's start with the kids first. Um, big shout out to, was it Monte Scott for being very civic minded and going around his uh, Muskegon, Heights, uh, yeah, Muskegon Heights neighborhood. And he saw that there was a need to fill up some of the potholes in his neighborhood because apparently his government did, didn't give two shits about him. So he was like, you know what? I'm going to take some dirt from my backyard and start filling up some of these holes from what I read. He filled out of 50 holes. Uh, he filled up about anywhere between 12 to 15 of them. So I salute you, King. Shout out to you. Keep making mommy and daddy proud. Let's see what else we got here. Um, and it seems like I'm on a trend here with shouting out all of my uh, fellow state alumnus. Uh, I'd like to give a big we see you to Dr. Kevin James, who became the new interim president at Morris Brown College. Um, from what all the stuff that I've been reading um, for the past month or so he's really been kicking ass over there really putting boots to the ground and efforts to uh, go through the whole reaccreditation process there so i wish him all the success all the luck in the world to go get it Let's see who else who else i know this is a late one but still better late than never shout out to missy elliott for being the first black hit 
uh, excuse me, being the first female hip hop artist. About to say the first black, black Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> being the first. Uh, I'm about to say black. Be the first uh, female hip hop artist to earn an honorary doctorate from Berkeley College of Music. Shout out to you, Missy. You are a legend. We sing your praises. We love you. Keep working. Thank you for everything you've done for the hip hop culture. We th- we love you for all your contributions. Please continue be the influence out here for everyone, boys and girls out here. <laughs> Lastly, I would like to. And we switched gears just just for a smidge. I want to give a huge fuck you to the to the Florida College Board for attempting to fuck over a young Miss Camila Campbell on her effort on her uh, college journey, where I think it was towards the end of last year. She was trying to just get a feel for the whole SAT process. So I think uh, on her first attempt, she scored a 900. She took that and was like, "Cool, let me go out here and bust my ass real quick and study hard and do all the test prep that I need to just to get our scores up," which she did. She I think it went up about 300 points or so. Uh, apparently, uh, somebody at the college college board said, oh, no, um, uh, we're going to flag you for cheating. So, uh, of course, exactly, exactly. So uh, she went and got um, a prominent uh, civil rights attorney, Ben Crump, involved in the whole process, and they've been fighting that. Long story short, some of the recent reports that I read is that she ended up uh, dropping the lawsuit. Um, I'm so sorry to hear that, but um, I hope and hope that doesn't discourage you too much. I know she was trying to get in at uh, Florida State University, but hey, like with anything else, please come, please consider HBCU. We're here for you. We will take care of you. We, I know there's some good schools uh, in Florida, whether it be Bethune or FAM, that will definitely look at your uh, scholastic record and try to provide as much financial aid as possible. So. Queen, don't be discouraged by this. Keep doing what you need to. Keep winning out here. Keep making these white folk mad. And make them folks sorry that they try to screw you over. So keep winning. Yeah, man. Always uh, visibility important, man. So I appreciate those, Mike. You always come with the, uh, you know, state alumnus. We're not. Maybe we should have our own section for uh, state alumnus. Clearly, man. We, we, we out here, though. Yeah. We really out here. Yeah. So I got a few. <laughs> Or we see you One I want to give a shout out So you know Everybody's kind of talking About mental health Just mostly about mental health In the black community And how it's something That we really need to be Paying attention to And we need to take more seriously mm-hmm. So there's a uh, A PhD student At University of North Carolina UNC Chapel Hill um, Named Henry Willis Who's working on A black mental health app The app's supposed to be Geared towards um, Black Younger black people and it's mostly supposed to uh, almost be a kind of uh, I get I don't want to say a social network, but you make a profile and you make a mental health. Um, it kind of works like a health app. You know how we have like physical health apps, mm-hmm. like the apps to count your steps and. Mm-hmm. I can't think of one in particular right now. There's that. Um, yeah. I, I use it. Yeah. Something, something, something. N- n- no, Mike. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> but you know, you have a lot of health tracking apps. Yeah, right? yeah. Like so, it's like, supposed to, like my fitness pal and shit like that. That's the an app I was talking oh, about. Oh, okay. Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's supposed to be like my fitness pal, but for mental health, right? Oh, that's so good. yeah. So you get you get the app, you create a profile, and you create a mental health goal. Mm-hmm. Create like a mental health progress tracker and whatnot. Mm-hmm. 
And then as you're going through it, it monitors like, you know, extra how you're doing and gives you signs and tips and information on identifying depression, what are like long term effects of it, you know, what happens if it goes unaddressed and stuff like that. So uh, it seems to be in its early stages at this point. So there's not really a name to look out for just yet other than his name, which is Henry Willis. But I think it's cool that someone actually cares about it enough to work on it. You know, sometimes we look at progress and well, sometimes we don't look at things for the end product. Mm -hmm. We don't look at it like, is there something I can do right now? Mm -hmm. But just the fact that somebody cares enough is dope. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, shout out to Henry Willis uh, for his Black Mental Health app that we can look forward to. Two in the future. Yeah, man, absolutely, man. Yeah. Give him his applause, sir. No, don't, don't, don't. Hey, man. Don't I, him hey, him. save your applause for the end. No, no. This, no, this is like a PWI graduation. No, no, no. <laughs> this is a PWI graduation. Y'all better save your applause for the end. You know what? You know what? I'll do it. Because I went to HBCU and we didn't respect rules like that. We were loud and ignorant as shit. No, shout, out, shout out to state, though. Don't do it. Don't you press that damn poop button. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so Mike, you ever been making a post on Instagram and you're like, damn, I cannot think of what Drake lyric perfectly describes what I'm posting, right? Sure. Yeah. So it's something we all go through. And um, uh, engineer for Twilio named Kyle Wooman or Woom, um, he ran into the same problem. Mm. He was like, damn, what do I do? How do we solve this problem? So I'm not the only one that experiences this. So he made an online application called Drakestagram, where you go in, uh, you type in a keyword for whatever you're doing. That brings up the Drake lyric for the caption um, based on what you're doing. So give me a, give me an example of something you would post a picture of on Instagram. Uh, my heart is broken. All right. So uh, heart. I took a chance on my heart. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, or you know, I better find your loving. I better find your heart. That would fix. That would that would fit for a picture of you posting of your heart being broken. I'm not sure how you uh, what that picture would look like. Would it be a picture of you looking in the mirror and crying? Pretty much. Okay, gotcha. So there you go. I better find your loving. I better find your heart. Or uh, I took it. I took a chair. What? I was gonna say our Insta story of us a still shot of me with. Just Looking like I'm about to cry and let and your and mascara running down your cheeks. Yeah, and then have uh, and, <laughs> and then have uh, was it Let It Burn playing in the background? We gotta do a Drake song. Sorry. Oh well, damn. Yep. Oh well. <laughs> yep. So um, so yeah, big shout out to Kyle Woon. Yep. And uh, lastly, I want to close up uh, my part of we see you with a shout out to Lil Nas X man. <laughs> I think that's big. Anytime anybody's out here uh, going against the grain, like disrupting, disrupting, that's what I'm looking for. Disrupting, you know, breaking the genre, breaking down the walls of the genre, expanding, you know, defying genres. Um, Lil Nas X came up with a song recently called Old Town Road, which is for all intents and purposes. I'm glad you said it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, for all intents and purposes, (laughs) for all intents and purposes, it's a uh, it's a bro country song. Yeah. One of those bro rap country songs that sounds like every other country song that's on the radio right now. It's basically just about taking your truck down to the the lake with your baby. That's it. And the song's called Old Town Road and it's about taking this horse down to the Old Town Road. That's it. You know, it's about just riding. You know, enjoying life, getting away from your problems, whatnot. And it sounds like a country song to me. It don't sound sound anything different. It's on the the top 100 for country songs right now. Mm -hmm. But Billboard found that it wasn't necessary to keep it up there. (laughs) 
I'm not sure what they saw about Lil Nas X that was different from the other guys that were on the uh, mm-hmm. the top forty for um, especially a country artist. Yeah, I, 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 I honestly can't think of one thing that made them feel. Uh, they made the comment that uh, Old Time Road wasn't country enough. Mm. I, don't, I can't think about what's not country enough about that song. I don't get it either. Could it be? Maybe it's the 808 drums they possibly. Use in the song. I'm, I'm sure the tempo and the hi hats. I know, but it was about it was about uh, you know the normal what, BPMs was, for. Uh, was it in the key of G major? Or? I think about there was guitars in it. They yeah. made, oh, think about what's in a country song. Mm-hmm. Horses. Yes, it was a horse. There was a horse. Um, and doing something with the horse that typical cowboys would yep. do. We're taking a horse down, throwing it, riding it. Um, tractors. Yeah. There were tractors. John Deere. My baby. Mm. Babies mm. in his own. Yep. Um drinking. Yes. He did mention drinking lean at some point in that song. Yeah, but it's just drinking something. But drinking. Yeah, drinking, drinking and being intoxicated. Yeah. Yeah. That was a part of it. I can't think of one thing that mm. disqualified. Oh, I get it. What? He's black. Oh, oh, that's what it was. Damn. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Racism I'll... always gets booze on this podcast. Absolutely. Damn. Well, shout out to Lil Nas X. He actually ended up getting a feature from Billy Ray Cyrus. And then Will Smith said, let me know when y'all ready to do the video. So, oh, God. yeah. <laughs> he, um, so at any time he's ready to go. So big shout outs to Lil Nas X for continuing to push the boundaries, man. Hot, hot take alert. <laughs> That Lil Nas X will be mentioned with the names of Waylon Jennings, Waylon Jennings, Jer- Jerry Lee Lewis, Johnny Paycheck, uh, Billy Joe Shaver, and uh, Blaze Foley. Yeah, I said so, it. Hey man, Lil Nas X, I appreciate you for listening to our podcast, and you know, big shout out to you, man. We see you, man. Yeah. Visibility is important. Absolutely. Yeah. And matter of fact, let me take a moment to say, you know, the all of this we see you, it's not just for us to do. If you feel so compelled to want to shine some light on somebody in your own community, somebody in your hood, somebody in your office, or just whether it be person or organization, please let us know. Because just like Byron said, visibility is important. And we want to make sure that our culture is shown in the most brightest, positive light as possible. So, Hey, man. And it's not just important that we shout them out. It's important that you see them, you know? Absolutely. Let other people in your community see them as well yeah yes, so one big up for black excellence speaking of black excellence uh you know rp nipsey hustle mm. rp mm. big clap up, uh, for him and everything he was doing for for slauson uh slauson ave mm-hmm. slauson ave mm-hmm. uh, everything he was doing for that part of california and the kids in those impoverished areas around there with stem and just encouraging kids to or not even encouraging them to exposing them to different sides of life that they would never see. Mm-hmm. You know, representation is important, and being able to be exposed to STEM and everything like that early, at an early age, it can really like change the course or the trajectory of somebody's life that's coming from an impoverished state. So, Absolutely. big shout out to him. Um, but in regards to that, a lot of shit has been going on this week around Nipsey Hussle's death. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of conspiracy theories. Mm. A lot of the, a lot of folks been spreading conspiracy theories about, you know, why he died and who who killed him. Apparently, the government. God no. You know, I don't I don't put stock in stuff like that. <laughs> I don't put stock. Well, I don't put stock in stuff like that. But just because 
I just feel like on the internet, especially, you have folks that they're very influential. They aren't as emotionally mature or as dare, you would think they are. Or dare I say, they don't have the emotional language. You have some people that don't know how to deal with death, right? Mm-hmm. So their only way of dealing with death is trying to make up some fake conspiracy about how a rapper died, you know? Exactly. You know, I feel like that's, you know, on a, on a very serious note, that just prevents us from really solving the real issue. Mm-hmm. When we're out here looking for what CIA agent pulled the trigger, exactly, you know, or pointed the finger and told him to go do it, mm-hmm. we're trying to dig up conspiracy theories. Meanwhile, like somebody else is gonna die exactly. from something similar soon, and we're like, "Yo, we're looking for the conspiracy theory." Exactly. Or more importantly, uh, a, a, a wife is left without a husband, children yeah. left without their father, a brothers left without his brother, or a mother and father left without their son. But you're more concerned about. Just random bullshit and hoping that that helps gives you closure, but it's absolutely gonna go nowhere. Yeah, so. I don't know, man. Like um, this guy posted this thing about um, the uh, the news articles about Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. He's like, you just go to Google. And you know how on Google you can search by dates, right? You can mm-hmm. search by search by date range. So he set the date range back to before Nipsey Hussle died, before any articles could be posted about him dying. Mm-hmm. And he, the guy found like a ton of articles posted by different news sources that were saying like, oh, Nipsey Hussle, you know, shot dead in front of his store. And it was like the article date was like February 21st. Right. Even though we know he died on April 1st. Right. And this guy was like, hey, man, that's how you know the government been planning on killing them the whole time. So here's the thing. Here's what I don't get, right? First off, before I address why that's possible, right? Does the mainstream media work or doesn't work for the government? I don't, I'm, I'm, I really don't understand. Because I feel like Trump is always fighting the mainstream media. But then conspiracy theorists are always like, the government works through the mainstream media. Like how, you think the government just tells the mainstream media, like, hey, yo, post a story. Exactly. Like who works in the mainstream media? Like, like Trump is trashing. Let's say it was it Ariana Huffington in one yeah. instance, but you know, some some text message you read, like yeah, 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 that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go with that. Let's go with that. Basically, what happens with uh, when you think about SEO, like search engine optimization, what happens is some of these news sources they'll create blank templates with earlier dates, mm-hmm. and they'll reserve those blank templates for when breaking news happens. So they're the so they're one of the first to come up because it seems like their article is older. Mm-hmm. So what they'll do, they'll have a blank template. Let's say they'll create a blank template like I don't know every like twice a week or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's more often than that. And I'm pretty sure it's way more complex than what I'm saying right now. Mm -hmm. But they'll create a blank template every like twice a week or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So they'll save those blank templates for when, you know, something big happens. Right. So let's say something big happens on March 25th. Right. They can then go find one of their old blank templates from like February 25th. And it's like, hey, put it in that blank template that's dated back to February 25th. So then when people search for the whatever's going on, we're one of the first ones to pop up because we're one of the older articles. That's part of like search engine optimization. It's cheating, mm-hmm. but part of search is not search engine optimization. That's how the algorithm of like Google works, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, so that's how you're you're able to see articles posted before April first, you know. You know, about Nipsey Hussle's death because you can do that. Shameful. <laughs> you can they just they just look at the it just looks at the day that the actual page was created. Mm-hmm. And it was created before his death, but it wasn't updated until and usually the page will say that. It will say updated on this date. Mm-hmm. You know, or last updated on this date, or you know, it'll give you all the information you need. Yeah, but don't be skeptical shit like that. Like I just feel like the government was gonna fucking do shit. The government doesn't do shit in secret and then leave breadcrumbs so fucking <laughs> Christina from Oregon can find out. Like exactly. they don't give a fuck about you finding out. They don't want you so, to find out. So yeah, man. Uh, I hope those folks that are dealing with all that, you know, Nipsey Hussle's family, and then the the folks that are, you know, can't seem to come to terms with his death mm-hmm. and have to, you know, make up these conspiracy theories. I hope they do come to, you know, some sort of place of peace with one, it and kind of see the see the light. Exactly. Yeah. One, one can really hope. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing about conspiracy theories, though. They um they want you to question things that are normal and, you know, easily explainable. Mm-hmm. But then they want you to accept things that are just completely absurd. You ever notice that? Like, that's how most conspiracy theories work. They want you to question, like, we know the earth is round. Mm-hmm. We know everything about the day and night cycle, the way seasons work, the way climate change happens. Mm-hmm. We know this all based off the rotation of the earth and mm-hmm. how they want us to question what we already know and what we spent, like, the entirety of, uh, of manhood to find out. Mm-hmm. But then they want us to accept something that's completely unsubstantiated, like that, like the world being flat. So, would you say for most conspiracy theories, it's just I uh, just because, or they legit be like, no, I I I know this to be factual that nah, X Y and Z. It's a just because thing. I think they're just rejecting. They're rejecting science. And they're rejecting common thought. Mm-hmm. It's anti-academic. I think that's what Neil deGrasse Tyson called it, mm-hmm. an anti-academic movement or an anti-intellectual movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's all it is. It's just anti-intellectualism. They're just tired of people that are smarter than them always being right. So they, they want to come up with something that they can't disprove, mm-hmm. you know? Uh-huh. Because nobody's wasting their time disproving the flat earth. Like, wow, Shit. we know it's not flat. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with believing that, mm-hmm. all right? Because it's not going to kill you to believe the world is flat. But there's so much toxicity in those groups that uh, that believe the world is flat and they believe in those types of conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. So they just kind of spread these kind of like poisonous thoughts to people. And they don't only get them to believe that the world is flat, but they get them to like, you know, rule out all rational thought, forget all conventional shit you believe in, you know? It's like NASA, shit. Yeah. They don't exist. We never went to the moon, which I don't know. I don't know. There may be some truth. (laughs) I don't know. Mike, you got some uh, coffee for the people? This is this is this is more so your bread and butter, sir. Right right now, uh, no, nah, it's not my bread and butter. My my, my coffee it, pot's a little empty it's at my the moment. Black coffee, it's that mm. coffee, mm. the shit that keeps you woke. Talk about it. Talk about it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So part of that was a conspiracy theory joint, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I try to keep my opinions out of the coffee joint because I want people to stay woke. I don't want you to stay woke with my opinions. I want you to stay woke with my facts and figures and all that stuff. Opinionated, but, opinionated facts. But <laughs> I say, you know, folks that out there, you know, you get exposed to these conspiracy theories and shit you've never heard before. It happens. They're, they're, they run rampant on the Internet. And you'll hear some new shit every day that you never heard before or, you know, half-truths. I just say use your power of discernment. 
You know, mm. we always hold, we on, all, hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that, say that one more time. Your power of discernment. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we always got these information squares in front of our faces. It's a quick Google search away. You know, if you find some shit and you're kind of skeptical of it, which I think you should be skeptical of everything, anything you see on the internet, just be skeptical of it, because you can always prove or disprove something with a quick Google search. So, yeah, um, that's part of my coffee, and uh, I guess the other part, completely derailing from the conspiracy theory conversation. I hope you're not going to direction I think you're about to go. Stop fucking watching me. <laughs> Stop watch stop stop doing that. <laughs> I don't know where that started at or why we believe we need to do that, but stop. And a black home near you. <laughs> <laughs> and and I know we just lost a majority all I know we lost two out of three of our listeners. Yes, I think we did. But stop fucking watching me. All you're doing is uh spreading germs. One and then you're just adding more germs to the meat from <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Sidebar. Yeah. Do you see your chicken in the sink? I don't, but I have. Should we not be doing that or should we keep doing it? We, without a doubt, should not be doing it. The kitchen kitchen sink is like the dirtiest part of your kitchen. So why do people still do that? And I'm looking at you, blacks. I'm not looking at blacks. I'm I'm looking looking at black dads, black uncles. (laughs) I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen a black woman do that. Black dads and black uncles do it all the time. I will. I'll say this. Yeah. I can't say that I've done it, but I've. I know I've seen it in action, and I'm like, okay, I, I'm assuming this is cool, but then I'll see comments on either like Facebook or whatever, be like, ill, don't do that shit. But yeah, don't do that, man. Ugh. Don't fucking don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, your kitchen sink is nasty, man. Would you put a fork in there and just? Take it back out without washing it off, and then. Oh, we'll say ill to that though. But let some uh, chicken breast or some chicken thighs be seasoned in the sink and thrown on the man, because they, they smell good, bro. Like, <laughs> I can't lie, I am accustomed to seeing that though. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. It's like, all right, well, do you have the balls to go in the next black household and be like, hey, nope. did you season this shit in the sink? Nope, I'm still eating. Oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Same, same for me too. But it's gonna be in the back of my mind though. Like, yeah. Is this the family that season this shit in the sink? Did they put lorries and salt and pepper over the shit? Well, no, you don't have to ask. Just look in their sink. If, it got, if the drain still got like Old Bay around the rim, then you know. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, y'all, we got to stop doing that. Please, please. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, um, I don't know where that originated at. Yeah. I, I can't say either. I didn't, I didn't research it either. I don't think I am, but. Is, is that a conspiracy theory on Twitter? No, nah, how's it? Nobody's conspiring against oh, anybody. Wow. Come on, Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a reach. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, but that's all I got for coffee, man. But y'all stay woke out there. Like, Please. but don't stay too woke. Go to sleep sometimes. <laughs> so, all right. Let's get into the shits. So, Barry, what's your favorite uh, shade of, I guess, toxic communities or not necessarily conspiracy theories, though, because, you know, conspiracy theorists, of course, that can lead to just toxic shit, though. But what's your favorite shade of just toxic communities? My favorite shade? What do you mean? Yeah, just just in any of the many groups out here. Uh, like I said, not like I said, just let's let's not even think about conspiracy theories. We're talking about, let's say, like your, your, your men's rights groups or your alt-right groups or whatever. Like, what's your favorite shade of just toxic communities out here? You know, I think my favorite is the uh, damn. I don't want to say that. <laughs> I was gonna say first. I was gonna say the alt right communities mm-hmm. on 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 the internet. Mm-hmm. 
just because they give me a real depiction on what people are actually thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, or at least the, those the people on that side of the political spectrum are actually thinking. You know, you see people out in the see them out in public and you see them speaking and you know saying shit at rallies or saying shit on Facebook but when you get into those forums where everyone's pretty anonymous Mm -hmm. you get to see how people really think you know so that's my favorite flavor because it's like they don't they don't really hide it you know they're just all the way real about it (laughs) yeah yeah I mean it's easy to like just just dig through their shit you know It's, it's, it's pretty easy to dig through their shit and kind of see Exactly what you're you're coming up against if you actually run somebody like that in public, you know, mm-hmm. you know when um, you know just by the shit they say about like women and fucking you know, minorities mm-hmm. and uh, Muslims, pretty much anybody that they've been told to hate at this point, just non-white yeah. altogether. I mean, not even necessarily non-white. It's Anybody they've been told that they can, they're pretty much allowed to hate, they kind of go all out about it. So, you know, Mexicans, when it's time to like hate Mexicans, it's like they have all the Mexican memes about swimming across the border and, mm. or, or, or like crime, climbing uh, border fences and how important the wall is and how much they hate immigrants or how immigrants are ruining the country. And you get to really see why they believe the things they believe because it's all propaganda that's just pushing them, mm-hmm. you know? They're just told like, hey, immigrants are really ruining the country. The reason that you can't find jobs or the reason that you're you're poor, the reason that Democrats keep getting in the office is because all oh, these illegals are coming across the, the border, you know? So when you're just spoon fed that stuff and you're told to believe it, yeah, you're, uh, you know, you start to think a certain way. And exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes you can see where some people did it. Or do it to be uh, ironic mm-hmm. or just a troll, but then you kind of start to see where it's like, all right, they're actually starting to believe this shit, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I remember seeing that with like the Donald Trump thing before he was before he was president, how many people were just on there trolling at first. And it's like, we're just trolling because we, we're trying to troll the libs. <laughs> we're trolling the libs. We're, tro- we're trolling the dims, the leftists, you know? And that's all they were doing. They was trying to make people that, that uh, you know, on the other side of, of of the aisle, mad, but then they just start believing everything they were believing. It's like they believe- well, they just continue to continue to troll, but then the people that actually did want to vote for Donald Trump or did already believe in this alt right shit, they were just like, "Fuck it, we'll just keep trolling them too." Or, so, or even worse, the the real undecided voters is like, "Okay, I guess since they keep saying it, it sounds like they have a point, so I guess I'm gonna go with Trump in their shits." Exactly. Um, so it was just weird seeing that happen. But it also became one of my favorite communities to kind of like drop in every, on every so once in a while. Because everything, every time I saw something major happen, um, let's say something major happened in regards to something that Obama may have caused, right? Mm-hmm. I would just go into their forum and just see how quick they like tore down Obama. It's like, oh, bummer. Obama ruined this country. <laughs> Trump's going to save the country. This is sad. And then when something would happen where it was clearly something that Donald Trump fucked up or like the Republicans fucked up, it's like radio silence. They would just be talking about something else. Yeah. <laughs> and, how how it, ironic. Yeah, it's just it was just so weird 
to see all the things you 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 see them accuse other groups of like the leftists and the liberals you see them accusing them you you see them accusing the leftists and the liberals of being like blind and they only want to fight if, if it's for their cause and they don't care about what's right or wrong they just care about their leftist ideals but they just care about the same the right the right side cares about the same shit it's like oh they only care about it if it's forwarding their agenda they don't they don't really care to see anything else you know mm-hmm. so it's my favorite little toxic communities um but yeah, I, not not my favorite. Is I hope it continues to exist. Just my favorite because it actually, you know, like I said, it gives you an op to see how these folks really think. You know. Yeah, so gotcha. yeah, yeah. What's your favorite toxic online community? You know what? The incel guys. You know. What's that? What's <laughs> The uh, the incel guys are the 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 involuntarily celibate guys. These are the guys. Oh wait wait what is that? All right, so apparently these are the type of guys and a little bit of gals uh, that believe that they are inherently uh, unable to have romantic or sexual relationships with women. Um, I, as I've been researching this, uh, we've been looking at some of their forums and whatever. Uh, a lot of their shits is categorized as resentment, misanthropy, self-pity, self-loading, uh, misogyny, and racism. And a sense of entitlement to sex and endorsement of violence against sexually active people. See, now, when I heard that whole part of uh, resentment, uh, what was it? how did I say it? Uh, resentment to, uh, excuse me, a sense of entitlement to sex, automatically, my mind went to, were these the type of guys that would go on porn sites, namely Bang Bus, and see a scenario play out where it's guys in the van, or and they're riding around Miami, and they may see a chick at a bus stop, either they waiting on the bus, or they waiting for their boyfriend to pick them up, or whatever, whatever. They may be like, hey, you know, let me throw you some cash real quick. Let's go, let's go hang out. Let's go take some pictures. And then they be like, I know, like, come on, you know, just take some pictures. And they get on the bus, and then next thing you know, why are you slapping your hands together? Because <laughs> I'm black, sir. I, 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 I talk no one can see you too bad but they hear <laughs> there you go but no uh, and the next you know they're getting banged out on whatever uh, van and then they get kicked off the side of the road so it's like they see that and be like oh that's how the game really works so let's let's go with that it's all women should be like this when in, of course in reality that shit really doesn't exist in no shape form or fashion so it's like that like I said, that was the re- reoccurring thought as I kept seeing and then I saw that for that thought process, uh, for the people that I guess uh, have been striking out in any shape, form, or fashion of it, whether it be just either the worst of luck or they have any either physical disabilities, mental disabilities, or what have you, that's the surface levels one. But then as I've been going down this uh, rabbit hole, I've been finding out the the toxicity part of it is like just like you said, that, just like I said, there's the whole thing of the violence against women or endorsement of just rape or what have you, and it's like, well, okay, but now that's the bullshit. Hell, I've gone as far as to see that um, for this, they have, uh, I guess for the toxic side, they have a couple poster children for a lot of the bullshit that they're doing, like one of which was uh, Elliot Rogers. Who um, I think uh, I forgot how long ago it was, but he went on one of these mass murders um, sometime back, and I think it was at uh, Santa was it at UC uh, Santa Barbara if I'm correct. 
He was one. Facts don't matter. Yeah, facts don't matter. And then there was another one in Toronto not too long ago. If you remember hearing the story about there was some, some guy that uh, hopped in a van and then he just plowed on the sidewalk and killed a whole bunch of people and injured uh, many others. And I guess in both of these scenarios, they were, I guess they claimed that incel lifestyle. And I think for the last guy, I think his name was Alec uh, Menagian, if I'm saying his last name right. Um, yeah, he was like, oh, this is the start of the incel rebellion and shit. So it was like, wow. So and then as I've gone deeper with this, you would think it's like, okay, this can't just be just men that, that are in these communities. It has to, it, it just, of course, you know, people striking out in relationships or just trying to, you know, find that special someone. This isn't just a gender exclusive thing. So of course, I find out there's actually fem cells out there in the whole nine. But it's even weirder when are they like the fem C's of of incels? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what does it mean to be a fem cell? Are you also mad at women? Oh, no, no, no. No, no it's like just women who, I guess, that are involuntarily uh, celibate. Oh. So, but. Yeah, I'm glad you gave a definition about all that, all about all the racism and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Because before you said that, I was like, yo, I, I might be an SL. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you gave the the deeper definition. I got you. Like, oh, I got you. But, but no, but it's like I guess in some of these, I guess of course everything leads back to Reddit. Um, I guess there's been some pushback against women joining these groups, and they don't want to believe them. But oh, I'm sorry, I've got one key thing in in the name of everything that's ironic. Of course, the name incel was coined by a woman back in the 1990s. I think her name was Ilana, where it was one of those cases where she, um, like I said, wasn't having the best of luck. She just, the game just was not working out for her. So she created her own type of support community. And I guess it was gaining some traction. But then, of course, as time goes by. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, I, don't know, I, just think, I think that part is some bullshit. It's like <laughs> even just the, the thing of, uh, I guess, it, in being involuntarily cel- celibate. Cause it's like it's not your fault or something. Yeah. It's like it's not my fault that I'm celibate. Nobody wanna fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> that shit laughing. What? I really should. <laughs> oh, the the, like, the, the like, bro, it gotta be somebody. <laughs> Well, not to laugh at this again, but the lingo is hilarious. Uh, or was it the the attractive girls uh, are named Stacy's, but I guess according to them, they they may be like bird brains or blondes or whatever. That sounds like some uh, 4chan shit. Pretty much. Pretty that much. probably came up. That probably started on 4chan. I wanted to gamble that it did. Yeah. So 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 Stacy's is that, and then Becky's are just your regular schmegla run of the mill women that you know. I guess these type of guys aren't really shooting for. And then of course for the men's side, the Chads are just pretty much. The uh, male equivalent of Stacy's. So yeah, it's when you start going down this rabbit hole, it's a it's a lot of interesting stuff there. Now, granted, I, I mean, I think I should take some time and try to find out one of these Reddit groups just to see what they're talking about, though. But it's hey, like bro, I can find it. We got the internet right here, and oh. I just find pull up a YouTube group. Oh. On, like, so I do remember this on Reddit. There used to be a, a subreddit called R Incels, <laughs> but Reddit actually like took some action and closed it. I remember because um, they used to brigade um, different subreddits. <laughs> So they would uh, I really don't know um, I was going to say sir I mean why are you looking for that You want to take a pause For the calls And go pay some bills Real quick And come right back with Yeah the um, I do appreciate that So Mike We actually are going to Pay some bills We're going to Look up some, some of these facts And we're going to be Right back um, We got through some words From our sponsors Yeah Alright This week's episode Of the Children of the Internet Podcast Is brought to you by Duct Tape Turning no, no, no into mm, mm, mm since 1942. Now, back to the show. 
<laughs> hey, so welcome back. I forgot what the fuck we paused for, so I don't know. We talk about something else now. But um, so aside from incels, there's a there's a different group. So you ever heard of men's rights? No, I haven't. Natalie, you ever heard of men's rights? Men's rights? Yeah. Like a formal group called men's rights? Yeah. No. All right. So there's uh, this thing called men's rights, right? And there's nothing inherently wrong with it. It's just a group of men who believe in the rights of men, right? So on a surface level, men's rights, men's rights groups believe that men should have the same social liberties that women should have. So they should be able to be emotional and be open. And, you know, men shouldn't be grabbed on just like women shouldn't be grabbed on. And so you go deeper, right? Men going their own way. Have you ever heard of that? Is that an album name? Yeah, so it could be. It might be the name of this episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, Niggas going their own way. Niggas going their own way. Yep. So, so men's going their own, men going their own way is a like subsect of men's rights, of men's rights movement or whatever, right? uh, I'm sorry. The manosphere. I kept seeing that phrase. I'm sorry. I just wanted wanted to check that in there. (laughs) I've never seen that personally, but you know, I don't, I've only seen so much on the internet. So men going their own way are men who are like, not only am I going to start focusing on me as a man and develop myself as a man, Mm -hmm. I'm also going to remove all women from my life. (gasps) Yeah. Not even just sexually. I'm not going to date any more women. I'm not going to marry any women. I'm not going to converse with women if I don't have to. All that. It sounds kind of boring, but okay. Yeah, yeah. They pretty much hate women to the core. For whatever reason, it's it's mostly like divorcees and like kids in high school who are like, "Fuck women, bro." <laughs> but if you go, but if you go deeper, you see that their first girlfriend broke the shit out of their yeah, heart. Yeah, I mean, well, they probably just had their first girlfriend. That's probably why. So that's so you'll see that a lot with these, a lot of these movements, right? A lot of the movements because you need to be really emotionally but immature to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Just like incels, it's people that are either really young or really old, and they have some sort of like mental health condition going on right mm-hmm. so the really young people are like I'm never I'm involuntary celibate nobody wants to sleep with me but you're like 14 exactly like bro give us give us some time you'll you'll find somebody <laughs> that'll feel bad for you you yeah, know sport. yeah yeah don't you know just just hanging there hey yeah. man we, we all take L's yeah but, you know, we all take L's yeah you know what happens you, you just waiting on your dub that's it bro yeah man yeah <laughs> So, um, so yeah, so that's a part of it. Um, the men going their own way, where men are like, "Yo, we're just going our own way. We're just gonna be with my bros." It's the embodiment of a bros before hoes. Just, it's like they just care about their men and what men got going on over anything dealing with women. See, in in these cases, I feel like I need to go ahead and dip into my Iyanla bag and fix some lives. Now, now bear with me. I think that I've watched enough episodes on YouTube to qualify me to speak on this on a very psychological and spiritual level. It's like I, it's like I want to pull them boys in and be like, come here, Ethan. Come here, Connor. Come here, Jake. Let, let me talk to you real quick. Beloved, beloved, sit still. Yeah. Right now, I have a picture of you as a child. What, what, do, you, what do you think this young boy will say to you right now? What, what do you think? Do you think he likes all the, the toxicity that you're saying to your, to these women out here? It's like fuck the Stacy's in kindergarten. <laughs> no, no. Matter, matter of fact, let's let's go deeper. What did what did Stacy do to you in kindergarten? Yeah. And then next show, by the end of the episode, they're just bawling, crying, like, man, you know, you know, I was hurt, but you know, I, I really like women. You know, I I 
I didn't want to get in touch with my own just quirks and idiosyncrasies or whatever, but you know, I, I really like me. Thanks. Thanks, Mike and Young. You, you really fixed my life. You did that. I pro- thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So that. <laughs> and then you like, you just have like the, the online men's rights movement, which is different than men going their own way. Mm-hmm. Where. I guess this also falls with like the, the men going their own way too where they believe that all rape allegations are false. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Stuff like that. And then you have some incels sprinkled in there and it just starts to like bring the thing full circle. It's a real uh, gumbo pot of some fuck shit. Yeah. Yeah. So like, but these are people that are, you know, people that live in, white guys live in community. You know, that work probably at your job, work probably at my job. Probably work at your job. I definitely work yeah, at my job. Yeah, definitely uh, work at your guess. job. Yeah. yeah, it's the government. Like, yeah, without a doubt. Be- they're, they're, they're in there. You best believe yeah. it. Yeah, they're so, all over the, pro- the public sector. Yeah. But yeah, no, the internet's a fucked up place. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But society's fucked up, so. Yeah, but what can you do? Um, uh, Go out and vote. Hey. Well, yeah, all right, but yeah, um, I don't know. The internet's a toxic place, toxic shit goes on there. Another favorite, uh, toxic, um, online community the gaming community, the online gaming community. Those, those guys are a swell bunch. What's that voice? I don't know. That's just my more up, my, my more upbeat voice. All right. Uh, <laughs> no. All right. So, uh, name some of your favorite uh, games that you like to play. So, my favorite games, not even the toxic ones. Um, uh, no, no, just start naming them. Uh, let's see. Grand Theft Auto Online. Toxic. Yep. All right. Uh, Call of Duty. Toxic. Uh, Monster Hunter World. Toxic. What? Uh, All them uh, niggas is toxic. No matter how you want to, uh, sp- no matter how you want to slice it. Name Ram- another one. Rainbow Six Siege. Toxic as shit. Uh, um, PUBG. Definitely toxic. I mean, hey man, you haven't lived until you had a little uh, tubby little boy say, "You nigga, you're not the, what the fuck you doing? Fuck you, little nigger." Minecraft. Oh yeah, definitely toxic. Uh, let's see. Monopoly. It's not toxic. I would say it's just high. Monopoly is the most toxic. Uh, no, game I think of it's all time. I mean, it's not like toxic has broken up uh, happy homes and shit. The Monopoly has the, the look the, that both of y'all are giving me right now. Monopoly has ruined friendships. But um, so um, once again, I'm looking at both of y'all, and this look y'all are giving me uh, looks like y'all have shattered some friendships. Dude. Uno is also a very toxic game. Damn. And the people that love to play Uno, they're the most toxic people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Shit. They are a piece of shit. Taboo. Ooh, taboo is just as bad. I would have thought it just brings out the competitiveness. The competitiveness. Nope. Anyway, you think there's a way to uh, put a cap on some of the toxicity? Nah. <laughs> I'm gonna disagree with that because uh, going to my information square, I found out somebody actually has. I mean, but you can't fucking. All right, so okay, okay, so you can, right? Yes, but I don't want them to. Well, too bad because I want the fucking gamers to be able to I, enjoy the games they want. To. I found the guy that actually did, sir. Shout out to uh, I'm assuming he's now Doctor. Uh, is it Jeremy? I must say Jeremy Jeffrey Lynn. Excuse me. I bet so, nobody plays this fucking game. Whatever game it is, League of Legends. Yeah, nobody plays that oh, shit. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Name one person you know that plays League of Legends. Um, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say Markiplier, maybe. I don't know. You don't know that person. I mean, I I, I follow him on YouTube, so I kind of know him. 
Anyway, but um, no, he um, I think he was studying neuroscience and whatever, whatever at the something Washington in Seattle, and he was brought on. And by that's the, the type of in-depth <laughs> information you're gonna get on the Children of the Internet podcast. <laughs> whatever, whatever, and something, something. No, all right, so no. Thanks right. for listening, everybody. <laughs> no, for real. All right, so no, he had a real genius idea. So, like I said, but was studying was studying on neuroscience. He he was brought on. By the illegal legend guys, and they wanted to see if they can try to put a cap on some of the toxicity. So after I guess studying hours upon hours of different gameplay, um, he I guess found that some of the common occurrences, or more so the triggers, was people that some of the more inexperienced, kind of shaming people that are inexperienced or what have you. So what one thing that he ended up doing was instead of say if, um, you fuck up on whatever move, instead of you berating somebody, he would have like in a certain color whether I think between either yellow or red and he'll have a message saying hey maybe if you do x y z this could improve gameplay or whatever whatever so that was one thing he started noticing some of the differences in that so the second thing that he did was he started uh putting more of the power in the player's hands so he i think he created something called like the tribunal Where he created the, the tribunal where the players are the judge and jury of things. And of course, just like with any toxic community or just with any online gaming, you would ban some people. So um, he did notice that for the people that were banned for a certain amount of time, um, they would still come back and do some of the same shit or whatever, whatever. So he took it upon himself to... For anybody that got banned, he would immediately send them like a reform card of like explaining what they did wrong and whatever. And uh, granted, it might have taken anywhere between like two weeks to a couple months for them to send back the information from the actual um, the reform card. But he noticed that when the people did and they, of course, they came back from their ban, he noticed that some of the toxicity started decreasing even more. So, you know, shout out to, like I said, now Dr. Uh, Jeffrey Lynn for, you know, taking upon himself to do some right in the gaming community. So there is hope. Fuck League of Legends. <laughs> well, hell, I tried. Yeah. So there you go. That's my toxic gamer coming out. But no, I don't think I don't think they should. Um, which I think that's that's cool because it sounds like it's a suggestion thing. It doesn't sound like he's putting a cap on it. He's but just, just, saying, like, just he helping to curve. Find a way to curve it. Yeah. Um. Is it curve or curb it? Rocket League is pretty pretty toxic. Fuck it. Yo, Rocket League. <laughs> Rocket League is so low-key toxic because, of course, you have the opportunity to type in whatever message, but they have a a profanity filter, right? Mm -hmm. But what will happen is you have these canned responses you can send. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, good game, nice shot. Um, Stuff like that, right? Or nice move or nice catch or nice pass, right? GG, bro, GG. So your teammates will use those, right? <laughs> so let's say you completely miss a shot or you score a goal for the opposing team. It's like, nice shot, bro. <laughs> so, and they'll just spam it. Yeah. So it takes a nice uh, was it passive aggressive approach. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. Stuff. So to- Rocket League is a mad toxic game. Now I think about it. The people that play that game, including myself, are... Are little shit bags. Yep. Hey man. My most gamers are little shit bags, aside from the kid gamers. Fuck them. Nah, nah, nah. I, I, yeah, aside from the kid gamers, they haven't, they don't have an opportunity to be there yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, they'll, they'll be alright. Yeah, but nah. The kids um, will be alright. Yeah. But yeah, y'all, be on the lookout for you know toxic shit that's going on out there on the internet. 
Make sure you don't become a part of it. Please. Don't just become a part of the conspiracy theories or incels or the alt-right or neo-Nazis. Sometimes people become part of that shit and they don't even realize it. Matter of fact, matter of fact, let's do a solid. Since I brought up the incels, let's do. I'm about to do a place that we won't be a part of. The I mean, no, no. What? what I, I'll do you one better. Uh, starting Wednesday, FOMO Fest tickets will be going on sale. Come get your tickets now. Oh yeah, FOMO uh, Fest, baby. FOMO Fest is, is coming. Yeah. And for all of our uh, incel brothers and sisters out there. Uh, Input code promo code incel and you get about twenty percent off of your your purchase. You yep. get merch. We can also get you other women that are probably at show standard that you need to be hollering at because you know regular schmegler women love just coming to FOMO Fest. So shit, why not? Yeah, come out there and win. Pull up the FOMO Fest. We won't tell told certain people the date and the time and the location, but you'll we'll tell everybody else soon. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. FOMO Fest. FOMO Fest. Woo yep. woo. Make sure you follow follow Children of the Internet podcast. On Instagram, yeah, yeah, for FOMO Fest, uh, so you can buy your FOMO Fest tickets. That's the only place we got the link. Exactly. Yep. Hell yeah. And more of a discount goes to people who have Hotmail accounts. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. And seventy five percent goes off to people who have Yahoo accounts. Yeah. So there you go. Don't be Nazis, y'all. But if you are a Nazi, don't be. Listen to more Pimp C. Yep. So. I guess it's the end of the episode, the wrap up session. You, uh, how you doing, Mike? Man, blessed as always. How's your mental health? Uh, your fast has come to an end. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Been eating a lot of barbecue ribs and drinking a lot of liquor <laughs> since, since the race this morning? Um, actually, yes. But no, um, about. A little over 40 pounds lost since January 2nd. Uh, a lot I'm about of. About to gain it all back in one week. Um, I'm going to give it a college try. <laughs> But no, uh, I'm going to try to, I'm going to go about this the best way as possible. Try to keep the same level of discipline, even though I'm incorporating some of the meats back into my diet. Well, let me back up. My diet consists of, what was it, water only, no vices, pescatarian diet, and doing intermittent fasting and, and with trying to do a, a salad a day. So, and of course, working out and then trying to do more as each month go by of doing, was it the whole muscle confusion of doing, doing different type of workouts throughout the week and, and just stay running. So, and that helped so yeah alright hopefully that helps somebody out there yeah man I don't know I try to get back to the gym um, I have to find something that works for me I'm sorry. yeah like a normal schedule cause yeah no, nah, that, that's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing with weight loss. It's all really a, just a mental. You gotta just like I said, do what works for you. And I mean, granted, that's almost some of the reason why I don't like doing having like a workout partner or whatever because yeah. it's like I know what works for me. I was like, I don't want to feel like I'm responsible for the next man or the next man should be responsible. And you know me. what though? Somebody gave me really good advice. And I didn't take it a while back. What's up? They were like, you have to work out with people that are above your level. Yeah. Yeah. Don't work out with people that are on your level or below. That makes sense. I can see that. Yeah, because they can't. There's no way they can uplift you at all. Well, y'all gonna get fit together. Mm. Mm. Nah, nah, nah. nah, Yeah, you gotta. um, But I guess that sucks for the person that is above your level, because then they're working out with somebody below their level. Exactly. But I guess they're technically training you and not necessarily working out with you. Yeah, just kind of just getting you right. Yeah. But but no, um, I I think everybody for that was kind of helping me along during this process, and that will continue to keep me keep pushing me forward towards my ultimate goal. But 
Dang, I need some background music. I'm about to make a pledge. Oh, um, I don't have any background music here. Um, I'm, I'm sure you'll find something, sir. Um, something appropriate. Let's see. Take your right. time. I'll add it. I'll add the background music in in post. <clears throat> I raise, raise your right hand. Every, you, you too. I repeat after me. Repeat after me. Um, say your name. Michael. Um, from this day forward, we'll eat plant, vegetarian, vegan-based diet to avoid all cancer and HIV/AIDS, and to lose weight and be healthy and not have high blood pressure or diabetes. Um, because that is the Dr. CB way. Oh, I pledge. I do. So, uh, I do so solemnly pledge. You have to say it, Mike. Um, um where's, where's the, I was trying to find the boo button, but uh, oh, I got you. God damn it! God damn it! Well, y'all heard it here first. Mike will be eating uh, plant based from here on forward, and if you get cancer, it's all on you because it's all, it's all, it's all, of, our, it's all of our listeners' fault. Dr. CB gave you the way. <laughs> Do you know the way? Do you know the way? Do you know the way? <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, you were playing any cool games lately? Um, I haven't, but I will say um, I'm looking forward to Mortal Kombat 11. Damn, my, my damn Southern Twin came out right there. Yeah. Mortal Kombat is <laughs> coming out at the end of the month, and I'm looking forward to that. Shout out to the homie Sean. I've been, I keep sending him all the character reveals. Um, it was Nether Realm has done a great job so far with all the games that they've released, um, all the damn fatalities, all of the little intros. I'm loving it. I'm all. I'm here for it. I, yeah, I'm probably gonna just call in sick that day when it releases and just play it. Just all day and all night. That's pretty lit. I'm um, not a big fighting fighting game guy, um, but I did just download Marvel vs. Capcom. So, whoa, 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 whoa there, sir. One or two? Uh, I'm not sure yet. Um, it was on it was on Game Pass. I saw Marvel vs. Capcom. And just, I just, 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 just go get two, sir. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm um, sorry. I, I, there's a special place in my heart for Marvel vs. Capcom too. That's one of my top five dead or alive games. <laughs> You can do whatever you, you, you can do how you want, but no, that's that's matter of fact. It's it's my personal life goal is to find the actual arcade setup and buy it. I don't care how much it costs, but I will be getting that, and that will be in my house forever. That I have crushed a lot of feelings, a lot of friendships to that game. So I will be getting that. Trust me, it will happen. Yeah. Yeah, um, I've been playing a lot of uh, Titanfall 2. Oh, yes. Just because I like Apex Legends so much, it's, it's driven me to play Titanfall 2. Mm-hmm. Um, yo, Apex Legends would be so dope if you could get Titanfall. I believe that. Yeah. Imagine being like, you know, if you didn't, you can't get it like right off rip. Maybe you have to find like a secret item or something like that throughout the map. Mm-hmm. And then you can get Titanfall. Or you can just, you know. After a certain while, ooh, or maybe some, one of the characters, Ultimates, can be a Titanfall. Mm-hmm. Damn, cold. that'd be so dope. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's some cold shit. That would be dope. That's, that's some dope. So shit. if you listen to Respawn, 
you know. Make it happen. Run me that check. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's all I've been playing lately. Right. Um, Matter of fact, uh, we always talk about gaming. What about music wise? What you been listening to? Lately? Yeah. Um, let's see. I've been listening to a lot of I don't know Jeffrey. I've been listening <laughs> to him a lot ever since last year. Why is that funny? Because <laughs> you always talk about this nigga. Well, nobody's ever heard me talk about him. Well, I'm sorry. Off damn off, the context of the podcast. Off off camera. So off, I've been listening to him. Um I haven't actually been to listen to a lot of them, but he is somebody I've been listening to lately. Um I've actually been letting Spotify pick my playlist based off of like what I normally listen to So I listen to my, I've been listening to My daily mixes Which include Like some Quasimodo Like uh, Danny Brown Jack Yeah um, Some Danny Brown Sir Michael Rocks um, Dang What have I been listening to man It's a uh, Dang Also shout out to Spotify Y'all Spotify is on it Oh My favorite rapper uh, One of my favorite rappers But definitely my top five Odyssey mm-hmm. Listen to a lot of Odyssey A lot of Freddie Gibbs Thanks to get hit, so. Oh yeah, um, I actually took it back and listened to a little bit of Wintertime. I don't know, all my SoundCloud people who know who Wintertime is. Um, yeah, shout out to them though. I don't fuck with nobody. I never fuck with nobody. Yep, so that's Wintertime. Uh, Wintertime's pretty dope. Takes me back to a different time. Um, a lot of Xavier Wolf as well. Um, and then some Jean Grey. Um, I feel like Jean Grey is the, one of the most slept on artists, not even just female rappers in the game, but definitely one of the most slept on artists of all time. I connect with her well, and Jean Grey is like clearly my in my top 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I love Jean Grey. And her album that she released last year did not get as much love as it should have gotten. Was that the one? Everything's she, uh, everything's okay. Was that the one she did with her husband? or? Yeah, with her okay. husband, Quill okay. Chris. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so that's what I've been listening to lately, man. Um, and then also a lot of Home Shake, um, some Mild High Club, um, some Jerry Paper. So, yeah, shit like that. Why, why, why? Yeah. Well, um, I know on my end, um, okay, like I said, this. Uh, I think before we found out that uh, Nipsey Hussle got killed, um, I know I was listening a lot to uh, the new Trump music that came out from Yellow Wolf. Like, Trump? Yes, the. God damn it. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> <laughs> You listen to the MAGA, MAGA mix, <laughs> but no, 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 no. This uh, this this uh, project was definitely all the way official, man. Shout out to uh, Yellow Wolf. Felt like he's back in his bag. Now, mind you, I didn't listen to the last couple uh, albums, but I did listen to. Yeah, I did listen to Trunk Music too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open. Yeah, um, uh, Trunk Music. I did go back and listen to Trunk Music too. So, um. What was it? The uh, Trunk Music 3, All The Way Official. Yeah. Um, I think one of my favorite standout tracks on there was uh, Trailer Park Hollywood. That that shit rides. That's a fucking hit right there. And then, yeah. of course, you have, you have the usual suspects on there. Ritz for the uh, the box Chevy uh, joint. And um, was it uh, Big Henry? And uh, was it Shorty Fat and them boys? And a couple of newcomers on there. Though. But yeah. yeah, this one is definitely worth a listen. But I think, of course... After that, then I had to make sure I had some time out to listen, to, go back and listen to a lot of the old Nipsey and kind of refall in love with it, his music again. So. Yeah, I definitely got to listen to some Nipsey. I haven't really given him much of a chance outside of um, what was the album called? It just came out. It's about the um, Victory Lap. Victory Lap. Yeah. I didn't give him much of a chance outside of Victory Lap. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't listen to him much when he was a double XL freshman either. But gotcha. I'm but, definitely round, round back out. But. I was going to say, let me offer up this recommendation as far as projects listed. My go-to projects was okay. definitely uh, the Marathon 
um, Crenshaw, definitely the the, yeah. the hundred dollar mixtape and um, Mailbox Money, and I believe was it Slauson, so Slauson Boys too, yeah. and of course the um, Victory Lap album. Yeah. So someplace to get started. Well. Y'all, once again, you've been listening to the Children of the Internet podcast. I'm Byron. This is Michael. And once again, this is the podcast nobody, uh, I'm about to say nobody likes. <laughs> I mean, technically, that's, of course. technically, that's just true. <laughs> but, hold on, hold on. Let me stop you right there. Hey, I didn't appreciate the way uh, the last damn episode I was shouting out my homegirl. Cruffalo, daddy dick dollars. And you replaced it with fucking Cardi B. It was the mid-2000s, Pinky. That's the homie, Pinky. Love you dearly. Shout out to Cardi B. And don't fucking go back and start adding in new names on top. <laughs> shit. I have no idea why. Don't you, don't you do it. Don't you fucking no do it. No idea why you said that three don't, times, but don't, don't you fucking do it. Okay. Shout out to Lenny G. Okay. All right, y'all. But um, <laughs> we'll leave the phone number in the show notes. Um, contact us, uh, Mike. Where can people find you at on social media? Uh, Instagram under uh, Michael underscore Miasialago. You have to say it with an accent. And um, okay, nobody's gonna be able to find uh, that. Uh, too bad. Uh, we'll spell it out. We'll, we'll put. We'll leave it in the album notes. <laughs> I mean, what? the podcast notes, whatever you want to call it. Yep. You can find me on Instagram at ape no kill ape. Um, you can find me on Twitter at the same thing. Uh, you can find me on Xbox Live at a uh, atypical alpha. Um, I guess you can find me on PSN under Atypical is all one word I guess you can find me on PSN under A underscore shock 12 Lord I want to change it If goddamn PlayStation if you're listening Please give us back the option To change our names I, I created this name my damn senior year of college it, I was a different person back there I've changed I've grown I have new names now that will work Please I beg of you yep. Alright y'all we out Straight you